Welcome to Let Me Tell You Why Welcome You're Wrong. To let me tell you why you're wrong. Proof we can disagree. Proof that we can disagree. No, 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 no. That's not wrong. wrong on so many levels. And still get along. And still get along. That's fair. You know, I think that is true. I think right you're right. That's true. Uh-huh. That's true. I get it. I'm Greg Radcliffe. My name is Morgan. Well, hello. 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 Today I have two very special guests with me. I have Miss Amanda as a return host because she's taken over. Sorry, Greg, you're out. <laughs> Bye, Greg. And then we have Sia. <laughs> yeah. Everyone has to watch this on YouTube this time because he just flexed those uh-huh. muscles for everyone. Uh-huh. Everyone uh-huh. definitely needs to see that. Yes. And well, we need. Yeah, oh, okay. Oh. And now he's showing the eight. Is that an eight pack? <laughs> Maybe a 10. It's a little something-something. It's a little something-something. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> I'm getting hot. Just kidding. You're going to down. Okay, so first I have to talk about who is not sponsoring us, as we always do. However, we have a very exciting announcement today. We have our very first real sponsor! <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't write anything for this. Usually I'll write it out. But our first sponsor today of our very first show, I'm gonna cry. She's so grown up. Wait, wait. What? Cry. Please cry. Okay. You gotta cry. That's gonna you be the goal for you today is to get me to cry. Um, our very first sponsor is Ramana Fitness. <laughs> if you guys don't know what Ramana is, then I feel bad for you because it's amazing and it's wonderful and it's transformative and it's heart-centered. And you'll get really fit too. You'll get a hot, strong bod. Um, they are, yeah. yeah. And then you'll look like Zia. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're out of San Diego, but all um, they do virtual training as well. That's how I work out with him. So hit them up. We're gonna tag you guys in our comments and whatnot. I'm not really you. good at technology, but we're gonna we're gonna post them. I uh, love it. And I'm so excited because we've never had a real sponsor before. So. Moving up in the world, you guys. Moving up. Okay. Well, I can't move. I can't move up until I get some lipstick, like both of you two. I know. Did you not get the lipstick memo? No, I didn't get the lipstick memo, and I think it's BS. How is that we have a conversation without me looking beautiful like you two? Well, you just have to pull up your shirt again. Just just take your shirt off. It's the equivalent of us wearing lipstick. You're feeding his ego, Morgan. Yeah. You're feeding his you ego. You know, we, we, whoa, whoa, we whoa, have makeup. Whoa, whoa. You, you just take your shirt off. Easy. <laughs> like, this is, sometimes I need this. Got it. Got it. It's just, you know, we're just in love is the problem, all of us. Exactly. Like, it's a community. Yeah. 100%. <clears throat> um, okay, Sia. Welcome yeah. to the show. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm so glad to be here. Thank you so much. I was excited. Like, there was a text that was going on last <laughs> night, and I was like, I was so pumped. I was like, I, you know, when you guys said that we have no, I don't know what the hell we we're talking about. I was like, fits right in. It's, it's who we are here, right? I know. You, so you get to create the, the conversations. Normally awesome. on the podcast, we kind of debate topics, but, um, and you know, cause he's not here. I'll say my brother's always wrong and I'm always right. But I figured today we'll just have a dialogue. Are you ready for a dialogue? I, I think am. we should start this dialogue with whether or not Drinking hot water is delicious. Is that all that is? It's just hot water? Oh my <laughs> yeah. God. 
All day, hot water. I'm confused. All right, that's some that's a something interesting I've never heard of before. So you just warm up water. Don't even put a little lemon in it or anything. <laughs> you know, I I kind of I would vote that that's wrong. <laughs> I'm I'm with you, Morgan. Well, you know, you can't you can't hit on it until you try it. That's um, true. I, tr- I did I did try it. I tried it. Oh, she, she tried like, it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it doesn't taste like anything. I said, it tastes like hot water. <laughs> tastes like my shower. I don't stand in yeah. the shower like, ah. Uh. <laughs> Just mouth open. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's, 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 uh. Can you imagine not see it in the shower? Just, uh. <laughs> Just taking it all in. <laughs> and then rubbing his 10 pack. <laughs> oh, my God. Um. So, so when I started chanting, right, this is like good 15 years ago when I started chanting, mm-hmm. my, my throat was so rough, right? <clears throat> um, especially when I'm training, when I'm training a whole bunch of, uh, when, I, when I'm training all my students. Yeah. It requires me to chant for three to four hours straight. Yeah. So having water allows me to do that. It's like relaxing and relaxes my vocal. Okay. So it's there's like. Became a habit. There's like a reason behind your madness. Oh yeah, hello. <laughs> hello. I think his voice just oh, went no, down and off. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean by chanting? Tell chant for the people that don't know. Um What do you mean? Do I know what chanting? Well like what tell them in what context <laughs> you chant. It's not just like <laughs> so I've been hula. I've been I've been uh, hula dancers for as long as I can remember, uh, it's Hawaiian dancing. Uh, how, yeah. So, back in the ancient days, there there was a a chanter and there was a, a performer. Like I get to be the storyteller. Uh, let me just let me just sing the, my favorite one. Okay. So it goes like that, right? And yeah. There's stories that have been told that the story, it's a, a story of Maui. Ooh, Maui. Yeah. Like the cartoon? No, it's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Explain Maui. <laughs> Wait, Explain it to me, I don't uh, know. I live in Idaho. Are you referring to the uh, <laughs> the erotic, exotic, blue jeans, barefoot? Yes, yes, that's exactly what I'm referring to. <laughs> that's a whole conversation to be had. But it goes along with the 10-pack, so we're fine. We're already in that context. Uh, all right, so... So Amanda's been helping me write my, uh, write write a book. It's um, it's lost and found. Is me discovering that I that I've been running my that my past has been running my life <clears throat> and not knowing who I am. So it, it's a it's a world of I get. I'm trying to constantly discover who I am at this age. <clears throat> and so we're in a section where I um, in the mid '90s where I realized where I was empowered. And that's the song that I was that I just sang to you. It's a song about Maui. And 
that started this new journey of what we're discovering is that is that is when I started discovering about this new modern day man that needs to exist. And he's Maui. And I took out the persona of being that individual, not knowing it. Mm-hmm. In the erotic, like growing up my hair, like having it down to my butt, and it's like all over the place, right? And the body is and, and the body then became very natural for me. Like because I had to create this individual that was badass that when I walked down the street that people would stop and look. And that's where the barefoot, erotic, exotic, barefoot, blue jeans, mm. mom came from. Uh-huh. And, mm. um, and in that, so in, and in that is where I took what I learned from this man, this beautiful man that's taught me culture, taught me a new way of being, uh, empowerment. This whole concept of that, that we are one and that if you enroll people in what you believe in, it has a life of its own. And so I took that, I took his teaching and I then came back to San Diego and put it to work. Mm-hmm. The more that I put it to work and the more that I was fed, I was fed like in my conversation with, with, with the students, like it fed my ego, it fed, it fed this, this modern day Maui. And the more that, I'm, that I travel the world, then it just kept fading and this guy just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger in life. And then I lost myself. In that, I lost myself. Because I got lost in the world of performance. In the world of performance and what requires, it requires you to shut the hell up and be it. Like you became the character. Became the character. And, and lost Sia. Huh? And lost Sia. Yeah, the lost Sia. <sighs> Did it. you find him? I hope so. It's it's such a, and the more that I'm, the more that I'm having, and the more that I'm writing with the man, the more, the more that she's helping me, the more I find that I'm lost. I think because life is constantly changing. Yeah. Uh, the concept of life, um, the ideas and the, the, the meaning that we create about life is constantly changing for me. And the more that I think that I found myself, the more I'm lost. So in other words, it's a never ending story. It's like climbing a mountain that is endless. Yeah, I, I fully agree with you. I feel like the things that I wanted and thought I was when I was 18 are vastly different from the things that I want now and the person I am now. Yeah. But you're talking about sex. You wanna talk about sex? <laughs> Okay, we'll talk about sex. <laughs> no, no, no. That, what I'm saying is you're talking about sex and you think what sex would be. I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> well, that too. Just ask my husband. <laughs> <laughs> Where is Brian when I need him? He can just... <laughs> that video yeah. is so awesome. I'm so He's awesome. Like, He's like, remember when you were 18? I'm like, I do. <laughs> do you remember when you were 23? Because I do. <laughs> sorry. I'm not saying I'm sorry. I'm just being with it. Yeah. Um, now, I'm, now I'm just on sex. I don't know how to get back to. <laughs> so we're, uh, uh, let, me, let me pull you back. Yes, pull me back. You talking about um, what we were talking about, the more you know. Yeah, the more I know, 
like, and there are times like, I feel like even right now, Brian and I are sort of going through this thing where we, I mean, honestly, cause we did the, and I'm not trying to like blow smoke up anyone's ass, but like we did the couples challenge with you guys and you yeah. challenged every couple to like, look at the way you talk and communication. And, um, like even this morning we woke up just like mad at each other for nothing. <laughs> like, you know, have you ever just have those days? And I, he like looked at me and I'm like, what? <laughs> and <laughs> and then, awesome. you know, instead of just fighting all day, like we both kind of were like, okay, wait. And we had like a really like simple conversation about it. And yeah. I was like, I, you know, I hear you. And I was like, can you acknowledge like X, Y, and Z for me? And then we worked out together and then everything was fine and beautiful. But like, I feel like if we hadn't challenged ourselves within the challenge to evaluate our perspective and how we come into like the world and relationships, I, I probably could have been mad at him all day and maybe into tomorrow, like the old me. (laughs) And not not actually see it. Yeah. And I would have been, I would have, I would have had all the reasons that I was right and just continued to only think, you know, that he was wrong. And um, so I think it's important to always be doing that be lost. Like, I think you should know who you are, but be lost in who you are because you need to always be questioning and looking from other people's perspectives, if that makes sense. It does. Um, uh, Amanda and I, the young lady that was here yesterday, <clears throat> she had it, it was all about her. Like we all do in life. Every human being thinks, mm-hmm. walks around with, it's about me, 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 me. And in me, 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 you're lost. Yeah. I have it that if you disappear you, you then arrive. So what I mean by that is when you make it about people in life and you disappear your needs, your wants, when you make it about people and how to become a servant, serve others, right? You then appear. Yeah. Because you only appear to people by how people listen to you. Yeah. If you mm-hmm. make it about you, like, you know, how you feel and all that bullshit, you, you disappear. Cause you're stuck in your head, like just for you guys this morning, like being stuck in like, I'm mad. Yeah. Like, and there was no reason for us. <laughs> there was no like real trigger, but it was just like. Well, but there was a trigger though. Like I woke up, that was the trigger. It was like, <laughs> being awake sucks. Been last night. It could have been last night. It could have happened last night. It could have been two hours, you know, it could have been yesterday sometime. Yeah. But it's always there. It's always there. That trigger is always there. You just gotta like figure it out sit back and go, what happened for the last few, about few hours that triggered me? So that way you're conscious of it. And if you just have it, I'm mad, and you don't look back where, where it began, then you're lost. Yeah. You have to be present for that moment so that we can practice it constantly. Why am I, why am I being this way? Let me go back. Did I, say something to, did I say something to someone that triggered me or leave somebody in a, in a space of like F you? Yeah. Or being in unease, right? And, and that can, will come back. I think with your partner, or at least for me, it can be a trigger. And oftentimes it is your partner triggering you or a situation with them, but it can be a trigger from somebody else that you then take home and take out yeah. on your partner. Uh-huh. 100%. Which is something that I try to watch for because I know it's common. Like lots of people lash well, out I'm, at the people that, what? I, I think I'm mad. You're mad? I don't know. I don't know who left this lipstick here, but I'm like, all right, let's yes. do it. Put it on. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> and it's red. Just like you it's two. red. It's bright red. You look great. Yeah. That's a really good look for you, Sia. That contrasts your beautiful skin and that with the silver beard. beard. 
Mm. Yes. All right, I'm in. How was that? That's great. I don't want to be joking. I mean, I, like I feel like it's really complete now. I'm Show's over. To... Just kidding. <laughs> no, no. Um, Amanda. Yeah. What do you think about? You know, about what? Like, just like waking up angry. Has that ever happened um, to you? Uh, no, never. <laughs> She's like, I'm perfect. No, she. I wake up <laughs> like this, basically. With makeup yeah. ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> ready, to, ready to face the day with whatever challenges are thrown at me with a smile on my face. Yeah. Um. No, I definitely wake up angry, and I'll agree that I mean, there's definitely always a trigger. I don't always know what it is, but yeah. It could be something from two weeks ago that something um, kind of brings that to light. And it could be something small, like a noise or a smell or something. Um, The smallest of things can be a trigger. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I definitely. Yeah. Um, I feel like I was going to say something before the lipstick, but I forget what it was. (laughs) Distracted by the lipstick. (laughs) (laughs) Now I don't have any words. (laughs) What, you're like it? I think it's cute. It is cute. Yeah, it's super cute. You're not cute. supposed to lick it, though. <laughs> no, you're kind of <laughs> spreading it outside the... No, no, it's kind of all the way around. That's, no, that's I don't know about interesting that. look. I feel like you guys should backtrack a little bit, because, like, you brought up the challenge, but yeah. nobody's going to know what the heck you're oh, talking about. Oh, so the about. challenge, um, yeah, was... I mean, maybe Sia could explain it better. I just participated in it, but it was a physical challenge that you part did with your partner and the moves were pretty complicated, not complicated. They were intense. Right. And even physically, a lot of them required that you rely on your partner to be able to complete them. Um, yeah. and then you needed communication to be able to complete them. Right. And so we kind of I mean, let's just be honest, Brian and I did not train physically like we should have, but we did do, (laughs) we did do the like emotional work, um, which was really cool. And, um, Brian's a pretty quiet dude. I mean, he talks to me. I always like to tell people that because sometimes they're like, does he talk? And I'm like, oh, to me all the time. (laughs) But for some reason, um, one thing I really appreciate is the... He rolled his eyes, but he saw my lipstick. <laughs> but he didn't question it. He didn't question it, though. But Brian opened up a lot to Sia and everyone there at Ramana. Hi. Yeah. So um, he's really enjoyed it, and he even like wrote a love letter to Sia that I wouldn't. I'm. Not, I don't even know what's in it. So I. I don't know what it is. What is it about you, Sia, that gets you to get people to get to that place where they feel comfortable challenging themselves and opening up? Because if anybody, I mean, the people that do know Brian will know that that's not his natural. Like he's a, he's like a, not a hugger. He's a side hugger. If you force him for a hug and he's like opening up, it's like blossoming. So what do you think your trick is? There is no such thing as a trick. Um, Well, what is, what are other people lacking? I, I think it's, truly understanding that human being that we're all in search of to connect that yeah. we're all in search of, of connecting and reconnecting with each other that we as human beings like we have so much that we have to do that we think that we have to do that life disappears and we yeah. become like robots in life we wake up in the morning we do this we go to work and we spend all of our time at work and we disappear mm-hmm. we only appear for the work for the results of right 
And we come back home, we have very little time to actually get to know each other. And in that, in that short period of time, you're still doing your, your, your automatic way of being. I got to cook dinner. It's very automatic. Everything you do, if you take a look, if you rewind your life, it's the same shit every goddamn day. Mm-hmm. And doing the same thing every day, this is what it looks like your life every day when you're, when you're living life the way that you already is living. It's, it's like this. Like a flat line. Flat line, right? It's mm-hmm. not until you challenge something goes wrong in life that you see life. You see the life. Uh-huh. It's not until you can change the way that you have that you ended up being. Not change. It's not until you transform the way that you that you have been to look at life differently. And life happens. Just yeah. like for you. What got you guys of being the way that you are is actually having some real context of life. Yeah, and I think it started for me personally with the COVID shutdown because I was very, like, Brian and I were very busy. We went to, like, we just, and it was like, we kind of become like tag team partners, right? Where it was like, okay, now you're home. I'm going to go to the gym now. Tag, you're, you're in charge of, you know, and um, <clears throat> when the shutdown happened, obviously I couldn't go anywhere um, or do anything and I got furloughed and I was like so peaceful about it. <laughs> And then I started looking at how, like, how so much of my time and energy wasn't being focused um, on the people. And, you know, I'll be honest, I was super scared when it all happened and I thought we were all going to die. And I was looking at it going, if this is it for us, like, I wish I would have spent more time just talking and just being with the people that I love. And so that sparked, 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 sparked. (laughs) That started, you know, the feeling for me. And then I jumped right into your individual challenge, which really was awesome. And then we did those, you know, group chats. Um, And then Brian saw how much fun and how engaging those were for me. So then when you did the couples one, we jumped right in. Um, So really for us, COVID-19 changed our lives for like a really, it revealed a lot of things that we were really happy to see. And like, it made a lot of changes for us that. Hopefully we can right. and, and, and you hit that on, on, on the spot, right? Because it is, when something goes wrong, it's the only time that you're ever present in life. Yeah. Uh-huh. But that's like, to me, that's one thing that I hope that I don't change is I'm trying, like, it's my priority. And I've like taped things on my bathroom with like a uh, mirror because I want to remind myself to slow down and live like it's COVID, so to speak, you know, like live like it's lockdown. Don't rush off to go to the store and buy something you don't need. Like I want to spend my time talking and having the real conversations and connecting. Ooh, That's so beautiful. Oh my God. I love you it. Guys. <laughs> Did I like get a gold star? Yes. <laughs> that too. Like I wish I still had my hair. <clears throat> you're but you're you talk about um have, we were talking about having something go wrong in life that we can really truly sit down and, and take a look at life. Like, yeah. This thing has been such a blessing in disguise for me. Totally. Uh-huh. You know, I talk about like being like this, the more I'm engaged in making, like making me more uh, conscious, it's still, I, I become still part of this, mm-hmm. right? Having something like, like this happen allowed me to take a step back and reassess what I've done in life and reassess that last two months of life. Yeah. But, but that's, what, that's, that's part of the game. The game, you know, I always have that is this game, this game called life. Right? 
I see that everything that I do in life is a game. And I get to participate by being present here and actually working on myself so I can actually engage with the things that I do and not have me be automatic. Because it's almost automatic the way that I, that I end up being. It's just kind of running through life. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine what a beautiful world it would be if everybody was in that same mindset all the time? It would yeah. be truly transformative. It honestly would. And I, I don't fault people for falling out of that mindset because I think it's really yeah. challenging Absolutely. Um, to stay in it, especially when you're working full time. And maybe some people are working more than one job. Like I can definitely see how easy it is. Like I feel like personally I have to actively yeah. participate in remaining in that headspace. Uh-huh. What if, what if I tell you guys that you don't know who you are? No, um, well, I mean, I might disagree a little bit. <laughs> so I have it that the way we ended up being is by default. And that you truly ah. don't have a say in who you are because you're running in an automatic way of being. What you're taught in the past is a pattern and you have conditioned yourself to be that way. And you really haven't stepped out of that realm to see something new. Mm, okay. Uh-huh. I see that, that. Yeah. You you have conditioned yourself to be this one individual in life. Like you create some story of the person that who you should should be. And you just kind of condition yourself to live this life. But what started. if that's who you are? It may, but that's for you to take a look. Yeah. Did you end up the way you end up being because you made a choice? Or is it because you, you, you became part of your circumstance of that? Mm-hmm. Or you are your circumstance? Like well, have, you ever, have you ever had like people in your life that tell you you are one way and you just, it feels so foreign to you and you're like, I don't think I am that. But for some reason, like a certain set of people or maybe like a certain person interprets you as one way that feels really like not true to you? Most definitely, right? Yeah. But then... And that's only that's when you have to take a look at yourself. Yeah. Because it may, it's, there's no such thing as wrong or right. In the world, there's no wrong and right. You get to recreate and create and recreate who you are. Yeah. Because if you have it that you're set, that you've gotten somewhere, then you're lost. When I, when I talk about the endless mountain, like finding yourself is endless. You don't, you don't get somewhere. Well, and I think it's ever changing and it should be uh-huh look at the love so much love so much oh, love yeah. over there see ya I, I love all my people i know I but i have a question people. who's not your people i think you <laughs> love everybody <laughs> hi hi i just want to say hi uh i gotta go but i was just listening to the conversation and it was very inspirational i would say and it's very touching to have the same time. Oh, thanks. Hey, we'll, we'll send you the link when it goes live. Got you. You can it listen to the rest of it. <laughs> Comment, like, subscribe. <laughs> Leave a comment because engagement's important. Um, yeah. Uh, but most people aren't aware that they are like a program. Yeah. People are programmed to be one way. And your, your past is actually programmed and you have no say. Everything that you do in life, everything that we do in life is reactive from the past. We're constantly reacting to our past. And who we are is a, is a reaction. 
I agree with you, but I do think that. Wait, wait, wait. It, Let me, I, I, I was taught by this crazy woman that I've been listening. I listened to her for like years. Is it your that wife? Word, the word, but no, the word, but really stinks. So you okay. So I'm going to say, I agree with you. And, and I agree with you. I agree with you. And I feel like you humans can get to the point where they've been living this conditioned life and just reactive to their circumstances. And you can decide, okay, I'm going to start evaluating my circumstances, evaluating my past, and then choose to change their future by design and not by reaction. Does that make sense? Yeah. It makes, makes perfect sense. It's, it's pretty and nice. It's like really pretty to say that. And it's really hard. So, it is really hard. Life is hard. Yeah, it's really hard. Um, so for me, the, the one thing that is hard for me is like my schedule. It's taking me years to, to get this done because I had it. I have it that I, I, I'm the party and, I, and, I, and the party stops when I get there. So I've conditioned myself to be that, that I'm half an hour late, 45 minutes, and when I show up, I show up. And it's taking me months and months of making sure that I show up for things. And it's still, it's, it's in the work. Like small little things like that. And that's just a small example of years that, has, that I conditioned myself to be this way, and then reconditioned myself. Because I have to be every day, whatever I do, I have to show up on time. And I'm never on time. But I'm constantly working on it because my... This hasn't really shifted yet, mm. and so I'm, that's just a little example of how what it takes. Because I have to wake up and create that people's lives matter, and the person that I'm meeting, their life matters. And when I show up on times, that means I make my life matters. But I always get pulled back my my way of being, my default way of being. I don't want to wake up like I'm drunk, or you know, the um, I want to spend two more minutes in the shower. Well, that's how you get your water in. Drinking, drinking the hot water. <laughs> so. <laughs> and then you got to put the lipstick on. So I get it. Yeah. You need long showers. You got to hydrate. Mm. Um, yeah, the way of, of being intentional. Yeah. Right? You still be intentional, and it really still takes a lot of time. Can you imagine all the bullshit that we dealt with in the past? And that's what's holding us back. Everything that we've done in the past. So, in other words, we're never, we're never really present. Imagine that you're never present. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like it either. I, I am like present. Huh? I am present. Okay, good. You sure? Right here. I'm present. I'm with you. Got it. But in life, right? When you go back in life. Um. When you think about when you're driving somewhere, what are you thinking about when you're driving? Oh gosh, probably like what latte to get or right. Right. you know. So, so also know that I was a private investigator for twelve years of my life. So what do you know about me? <laughs> so what I realized I've been I had I was following people, I could follow them for like five days, ten days, like like a month. They'll never know that I'm there. Yeah, that's terrifying. That's creepy. You have to take a look. I mean, when you're driving, who was the last person behind you? Well, now I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Who was it? Sia? 
have to take a look, take a look, and when I'm when I say that you're never present, right? Because you're always thinking about something you're gonna do in the future or something that you're gonna do that done in the past. And it really you like my lipstick. <laughs> oh, my my uh, co-pilot told me that it's distracted. Uh-huh. Uh, oh my Boo. god! It's, not- it's probably a long wear. <laughs> right, it's probably stuck. It's probably a lip stain. A 24, so, 24 hour yeah. lip stain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so you, you want to have to take a look at what that is for you. Like, like when you get in the car, like, because you see life differently when you're actually in the present. Like, you might go outside, you see a tree that's been there for like 15, 20 years, but you're present to the tree. Mm-hmm. Or like, um, have you? Do you guys ground yourselves? Like, actually, take your shoes off and touch the ground. I do that every day. Well, I don't, Sia. I don't either. But you should. I've actually like read articles and stuff about how that's really good for you. Like, you need to touch the earth. I don't and think it means like stand on the concrete. I think it means like touch the plants. Touch the ground. Touch. You know, I, I oh. love going to the beach because I get to ground myself with the, with the water, ground myself in the sand. It, it, and I think that's one one reason why I'm so goddamn effing happy. My shoes always off. I'm walking out in my slippers, and it, I'm I'm really truly grounded with the earth. Is that why sense. I'm not truly effing happy because I don't have a beach nearby? Yes. No, you, you yes. Yeah, go outside. That's the cure. No, see, you're supposed to say yes. So she moves to San Diego. Come on. Move now. Please. Move now. Now you gotta move. Exactly. Um, yeah. turns out you have to have a job. Yeah, figure it out when you get here. Details, minor details, you guys. Minor details, it's fine. Um, well, yeah, let's everybody go ground themselves. Yeah. Walk outside, just get naked and lay on the ground. <laughs> Sia's feet are now in the video camera. <laughs> Sia, have you ever gotten a pedicure? I did one time in Mexico and I got sick for five days. Why would you, what'd they do? Would they lick you? Uh, they took off my calluses. Mm-hmm. Ooh. And you got sick? Yeah, yeah um, sort of. So I love my calluses. And that, that's why I don't like wearing shoes, because I love it. <clears throat> I, I can walk outside in the hot and my feet doesn't get burned. Right? Mm-hmm. So I went to Mexico and somebody decided, oh, I'm going to take and treat you out fix my toe, like my toenails have clean, and I fell asleep. <laughs> they were cleaning it. And there was one point I felt like them taking my taking my calluses off. And you really woke up and were like, not my calluses. <laughs> right? And I was like, okay, you know, it's a new experience. You know, somebody bought this for me. I got up and I stood up and the moment I touched the floor, like the shooting pain went up to my cold. It wasn't pain. It's was cold that ran from my feet all up to my back. Instantly, I got sick like this. That's really bizarre to me. I feel like that's bizarre also. Although I have heard if you're sick, um, you can put an onion in your socks at night and go to sleep, <laughs> and it'll pull out all of the like sickness. So there must be some sort of like receptors in your feet for your immunity. I'm just going to drink my water, okay? How does our nurse on staff feel about the onions in here? Onions, huh? I prescribe that. (laughs) I don't necessarily prescribe that, no. 
but doesn't mean I don't believe in it. Yes. <laughs> That's the one thing, uh, like people that use essential oils, if you put essential oils on topically, the bottom of your feet, that's where it gets into your bloodstream the quickest. Which is weird. Vicks. You sick. Yeah, Vicks. You put it on your feet? Uh-huh. Everywhere. It's, it's, I think the Filipinos and the Tongans. And you can't put it everywhere, Sia. <laughs> not everywhere. There's, there not are places everywhere. that Vicks should not go. <laughs> 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 now we're back to talking about sex. I'm talking about my toes and I look at my toes. It does not go between my toes. <laughs> okay, so so far, just to recap, Sia showed his six pack or eight pack <laughs> and his feet. So we've covered ab fetishes and we've covered foot fetishes. Yep. What's yeah. next? We're gonna get we're gonna go on viral, you guys. <laughs> uh, you know, what's next? Not about to tell you guys that. That's that, you know, you guys tell me what's next. <laughs> hmm. Uh. Morgan's got something on her mind. I, I take off this one. You guys take off yours. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take off my shirt. You can't see anything. I'm <laughs> you can see our head. I'm neck up. Sure, I'll take my shirt off. Except someone's in the room with me, so. Oh, we get a free show. <laughs> free show. Free show is right up here. Go ahead. I'm not actually going to take my shirt off, just so everyone's clear. I mean, I would want some money. You give the cow, what's that saying? If you give the milk away for free, no one's going to buy the cow? Yep. Uh, all right. I'm going to get on Venmo you. Venmo <laughs> <laughs> A dollar, man. I'm taking up a dollar. Just a dollar. A dollar. a dollar. I once told, somebody once asked me like, it just like in a brand, you know, not, not actually, but they were talking about like how much would it cost to like sleep with somebody. And yeah. it was like a group and somebody goes like 50,000. And I was like, please, I'm a six figure bitch. <laughs> 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 and that's the kind of confidence I think every girl should have. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm a six figure bitch. Uh, are you saying you would turn down fifty thousand dollars <laughs> for sex mm -hmm. yes a hundred percent okay yeah. i don't know if i believe you but okay <laughs> no i would for sure that's not enough money for me okay good that's enough for you um oh my god this took a turn okay <laughs> so if i was gonna sleep with someone for money at this point i honestly I, this is going to make me sound so arrogant, but I would want at least $500,000. Damn. Before I would sleep with someone wow. for... That's it? You're cheap. How much do you think Brian pays me every time? <laughs> Nothing. Why do you think he he's got six jobs? No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't pay me. I wish he would. Yeah, 500, that's it? At least. It depends on, like... You know, who I, was I, asking? I, wow. I was, you know, I was like listening, in my listening of you guys, I would say at least a million. Well, like I, I would love a million. For a million yeah. for sure, I would definitely have sex with you. <laughs> the number that you threw, <clears throat> so in the world of like making judgment, like 500 is here, a million is here. Your value of yourself is only 500. I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. You're not worth it to me. That's all you're worth, 500? I'm like, 
find a girl that wants a million dollars that will do it for a million dollars, five million. Because the value is it, I want I want somebody that would want me to you know, want themselves as a million dollars, not a five hundred thousand dollars, but okay, Ben will you five hundred thousand dollars? <laughs> well then I can move to San Diego. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's a win win. It's a win win. <laughs> Fine. Oh. oh God. How do we end up with this conversation? I don't know, but I like it. <laughs> I like inappropriate <laughs> conversations. They're my favorite. <laughs> so, $50,000, Amanda, you just heard him say we're worth a million. There's I no solution with anybody for $50,000. I, I, you know, I would hope that every woman sees it that way. Yeah. Like, they're beyond money. Like, mm-hmm. because of beyond money, once you put a value of, like, chump chains, like, you value them for your self-value because you are your word. Uh-huh. If we see richness is a million, two, five, whatever that is, then aim for that. Mm-hmm. Don't aim down here. You know what I would do, though, is I would take their money, and then I would be the laziest motherfucker ever. I would just lay there. <laughs> I was like, listen, you didn't say I had to participate. I'm just here for the money. So, I, I've, had a, I've had a friend that was, um, that, what is it, a call girl? A call girl? Huh? Yeah. And like, she told me her secret. She said, what do you do? I said, how do you, how do you is it that you, you know, you can still make a living make doing this? And she's like, yeah, I only work with people like 55 to 60. And I said, she's all, and I went, why? <laughs> well, first of all, all I have to do is like, you know, do what I need to do and never actually have intercourse because it's in the middle of conversations and the rubbing that those guys are, they're done. Mm. Oh, yeah, a beautiful conversation that they've done before they even begin. Interesting. Master, uh-huh. she master how to play the mind game with everybody else, with, with, with the people that she comes in contact with, that they're done. Well, I think that is what like sex work to me would be about was the mind game, even like stripping or dancing. Like to me, it's a mind game. You just have to figure out like, what are they looking for? What little like ego boost do they need? And then take their money. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Bitch better have my money. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, but it was interesting for me, right? Like, like that people would actually pay her to have sex. And then she goes in and she does what she does. Like, take over the conversation and leaves him with the sense of like, I don't have to have sex. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Good for her. Yeah. So, Sia, what's your number? (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean my number? Like $50. It's fine. (laughs) What's your number if somebody wanted to pay you to be their gigolo? No. None? None? None. That's the answer we all should have had. For me, it's, it's, there's no, there's no number that you actually get. For me, it's, they have to be, I have to be so in tune with who they are. Mm-hmm. So powerful in our communication, the way that we see each other, it's, that's, there's no price for this. Mm-hmm. That's what I said too. If we, we'll just rewind. Rewind. <laughs> there's no number, dad. I would never do that. <laughs> Mom and dad, when you're listening, I would never. Yeah. Yes. never even had sex. <laughs> 
What um, is that? Yeah, I, immaculate conception with Crosby. I mean, jeez. Wow. To me, sex is great. Sex, you can always have sex. Like, sex is the easiest thing you can ever do. It's the easiest thing to do because there's no thoughts in it that goes into it. It's reacting to the little thing that, you know, your emotions. Oh, uh-huh. don't call it little. It's beyond that. It's beyond money. <laughs> yes, of course. Like, oh, sure. I can't wait for Brian to listen to this one. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> yeah, but it's all, for me, it's all about kind of intimate, um, like hearing the eyes and really truly mastering each other out. Like, yeah, I see who you are. Like the human being part appears, and life begins. And the value value of that is it's endless. There's no I numbers. think that I've never like been attracted to somebody based on solely physicality i guess like i would have to say the same like i would there has to be a connection or else i'm just yeah. like mm, nothing like you same. could be you could be really 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 hot and if you're a dud personality wise and there's like nothing to talk about i would be like bye 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 bye, bye. bye. no 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 <laughs> oh yeah well but but it's beautiful. I mean, I, I you know, in like even in my younger days, that's the easiest thing to do is just go out and have sex. Like pay for it. Let me pay for it. Well, Let's I think some out. people would disagree. Like there's some men out there that probably are having a hard time. And yeah. women, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, you get that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> The giggles. The giggles. <laughs> so yeah, none I, of I, us I, were ever single in the days of like Tinder. No. See, that shit terrifies me now. Like imagine trying to like form a connection with somebody in like today's world. Well, they made it they made it they made it hard. They made it very much appearance based. Oh yeah, I should put one up with myself, like with my long hair, and like ten years ago, and yeah, Maui. That's called Maui. 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 Um, anyways, yeah, but it is really get. Um, I, I see all this, this new generation trying to get, get a date, and really, it's a meat market. Mm-hmm. And which meat do you want? What if you're yeah. a vegetarian, you know? I just... Sushi it is. Sushi? Sushi? <laughs> Sushi's not vegetarian. There's so many different kinds. There's so many different kinds of vegetarians, right? Uh, no, no, there's one kind of vegetarian, and then there's pescatarian. Pescatarian, then vegan. vegan. Hey, you should know this. No, 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 no. Not everybody knows. <laughs> no, 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 no. Your mind no, no, is dirty? No, no. <laughs> no, no, no. No, Get no, out of no. I'm somewhere else. Well, maybe we should take this conversation back to something. Um, 
Let's go back to the game. Let's go back Not to the game. Not tuna based. I don't know. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so the whole the whole game was, was it was called connect and reconnect, uh, reconnect and ignite. Yes. Yeah. And so what, what I found in being here at Ramana for the last 15, 16 years is that people were walking in as a last resort. Mm-hmm. That something around your life that working out makes them feel better. Mm-hmm. And when they go back home, they feel better in a sense, right? Because they were able to release all the energy and all whatever it is that they have. But they still go back home with the same negative mindset. So it's a sense, it's a false sense of I release all my anger. Because yes. you go back home, all of that you were dealing with gets triggered back up. Yeah. So I took notice that of that in the first couple of years. And so that's where the transformation part comes in is like connecting with people and making sure that I see the human being and what they're going through in life and use the workout to make sure that when they go back home and have the discussion in between, so they can, they can then go back home and be powerful. Well, and, and I think really be- that's super important because if people are feeling down or negative about themselves and they go to like a traditional type of trainer and then maybe three months later they've lost 15 pounds or whatever and they're feeling like oh but then their their identity and their their feeling of like self-worth is based on their body whereas that's always going to fluctuate for most people and then i just think that that's a much healthier approach to make sure that like everything's going good on the inside as well as the outside and i think that's everything Mm -hmm. like the physical being so the way that you that you the way the result the result that you have is all up here, right? Yeah. You don't discover something for yourself. But this physical being is is what's going on up here. Get that? And sometimes, so, I one thing about um, workouts in particular, and most recently I've been working out with you. So I sometimes do want to just like cry or since we work out digitally, there's times where I want to quit. And like, so I just want to like turn off the iPad and be like, and so I think that mental game of sticking through it is, um, can be. Yeah. It has to be acknowledged. Right. But that's the part where you and I are. And that's why I'm always willing to sit down afterwards and have a conversation. Yeah. It's not until nothing gets transformed if it's kept in your head. Yeah. It's in the moment that you say and you, you say what you have to say, and then we go to work on we go to work on what's on your mind. That's something else to change uh, transforms and then you get to take it out in life. Mm-hmm. Because if you have it you have to cry one hundred percent. There's something that's going on back here, the background and you need to bring forth and have a discovery about it. Because if you don't, then you really haven't done it. All you've done, beat yourself up. You're not really truly free in that moment. Freedom comes from having all the stuff that's back here, be up here in front, having a discussion about it, looking at it, look at it differently. So that way that it's never back here. Mm-hmm. I and almost feel like before I started working out with you, I did just beat myself up. Like as a way to not acknowledge anything. And then now that I'm like acknowledging things and working through things and expressing things more, I don't feel like I, and I said this to Brian the other day, I was like, I just don't feel like I have as much physical 
ability to beat myself up as hard as I used to. And I don't know if that's because before it was just like, it was designed as almost like a protection and it was like a mask. And now I'm like allowing myself to feel, I don't know, but it's interesting. Yeah. 100% and, and you're going to have to constantly take a look uh, what workout is for you. Mm-hmm. I think it's always about masking something or so you're unfulfilled in life and that becomes part of the mask. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Amanda, you, you talk about it because, you know, there's times when you and I work out and you're crying. Yeah. You've cried yeah. a couple times, right? Oh, a few. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a few. I've walked out of a few workouts. Um, and Sia can tell you that, honestly, I've been working out with Sia for a little over a year now, and it took me probably up until the last – five or six weeks before I truly started to open up. I mean, I would have those moments in a workout when I was going through whatever it was in my head and my go, I just shut down. I don't, I have it that I need to be this strong person. Um, and it goes back to past experiences and the, the way in which the lens in which I see myself and see how I need to show up. And it's really, really hard for me to let that wall down. And I'm, so happy to say that it's finally starting to come down a little bit and it's truly because of Sia and Ramana and everything and everyone that I've you know had come into my life and I want to also bring up um, Sia participated in the Mm -hmm. reconnect and ignite and um, nobody listening probably knows but Sia is a double lung transplant recipient almost six years ago right Sia yeah. And um, so we did a, a, instead of a partner, we did a three-way. <laughs> so Sia uh, tagged me in. Yeah, and, you did. You know, he needed a little bit longer to catch his breath. And I feel like Sia kind of lives vicariously through the people he trains and, and pushes us to our limits, but forgets that he can also push himself. So it was really beautiful to see you got in your head big time. Um, when you were, when you were going through the games and, and, uh, yeah, and you pulled yourself out of that and you were confronted with a lot of things that I think maybe you weren't anticipating. Um, so it was just really cool to see you push through that and show yourself that like, I can do more than I think I can. And I've told you that for so long that you can do so much more than you think you can, but there's still something within you that stops you. And that's, what Ramana is all about. And that's what training yeah. with you is all about. So it's nice that you got a taste of that for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, like when you say, when, you're, when I'm going through it, nope. When you're going through stuff, you don't see it. Uh-huh. Like, when I was going through it, everybody else can see it, but, but I can't see it. Uh-huh. But that's yeah. part of working out that makes sense for me that I get to see, because when I'm from the outside, I get to see what's going on in your realm. In that, in that conversation, we can then get you out and be present with you. You can go back to work to home and become more effective. If people are not, I have it that people are not effective. And those are unwilling to take on their life and in the, in the conversation, they constantly walk around in the life of complaints of life. Complaints of life. Uh-huh. And that's like probably more than 80% of people that are alive. And there are very few people that are actually taking a, a look at themselves. And when they're confronted, they get to stay and have that discussion to free themselves. 
like we were just talking about, the reason why war happens is because there's always a disagreement. Because we're always constantly making somebody wrong about what they've done and who they are and how they ended up being. Somebody has to be right, somebody has to be wrong. Mm-hmm. Well, honestly, that is kind of why Greg and I started this podcast because we think, I mean, we called it, let me tell you why you're wrong, but it's kind of a joke. Like, it's yeah. just a reminder that, like, nobody's, that I don't actually think people can be wrong unless you're asking someone what's two plus two. Like, everybody has a perspective and everybody has a history. Did you say five? <laughs> you know, so like, I think, and it's so relevant to like what our country's going through right now, like on so many levels, but like, I just think like everybody is battling against each other. And to me, confrontations don't get better by just fighting. They get better by like taking the time to listen and coming together. And like, you're, you're never going to fully agree, but like find a solution that works for everybody or hear the other side out. I don't know. I just think that the way that our society is getting into of just not taking and, the time to listen. Right. And, and, and that all stems from childhood. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The way that we're brought up, the way that we are raised, because we're raised a certain way. And that's just the part where I'm having a conversation with us about. We ended up being our circumstances that we have no idea. Right? Like, mm-hmm. People that are out there destroying things, that's all they know. There's never an evolution of like, have the, the evolution of having the conversation is just become big in the last, you know, 20 years. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. What would happen if these kind of conversations would take every day with the thousands and millions of people that exist? How does that It'd be beautiful. It would be absolutely beautiful. The world would be right. a, an amazing, wonderful place to live. I, I think. Right. Yeah, but it, but it, the moment it's 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 going, but it's not fast enough. In other words, we, there's not enough soldiers marching. Let's have a conversation mm-hmm. because we have it. You're wrong, and I'm right. And I'm right. You're wrong, and in that conversation stops. Yeah. Uh-huh. But it should, and another thing is like people don't learn. If somebody has a perspective that is, you know, outdated or hurtful, how are they going to learn if you don't, if you're unwilling to engage in a conversation with them and you just write them off? Like they're never going to change our perspective because no one's challenging their perspective in a way that's. Yeah. It, it really takes a special individual to really be confronted and take on the what they're being confronted about. Yeah. And, it, it, it's 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 very. It takes a lot of courage to have a conversation because we're we're, un, we're unwilling to be like what Amanda said earlier. We're unwilling to be like we have to be strong all the time. Mm-hmm. And when you're not, when you're being strong, then you're avoiding everything in life. Uh-huh. That's probably strong. It, to me, it literally it shows up as weakness because you're not present to who you are. Yeah. Right. Um, and there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with pretending that you're strong and inside you're dying. There's nothing wrong. Sometimes that's how you get through really terrible times in your life is just waking up and pretending you're strong enough to face it. Uh-huh. Of course. But we all do that every day. That's an everyday thing. Yeah. Like I said earlier, we just condition ourselves to be this way. And we manage our when we manage this way of life, 
this new creation, creating something new to become, or transforming ourselves to be different. Because conditioning, life. it's like we're not even dealing with life. More majority of people are not dealing with life; they're coping with life. Yeah. And coping with life, we just kind of okay. I can't do this now. Oh, I'm not comfortable doing that. I just gotta do this one right now. Yeah, that's out of my that's uh, about my bake my bakery. I'm just gonna do this. Did you say bakery? My bakery. Never mind. I'm hungry. See ya. <laughs> Give me a donut. My my uh my <laughs> your monkey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But is it that it's it's um and then going back to it, it's really really hard to become different when you are enrolled in in your past because your your past literally just runs who you are. Yeah. Um, I agree. I'm realizing that recently. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but and I'm uh -huh. working to change it and I'm working to change it I love it uh -uh. You, don't get, you don't get to get away with that uh-uh-uh get away with what, what? what so the what so's are really it? hard for me Amanda what? do you do the what so's sometimes <laughs> so for people that don't know what explain yeah. what a what so is So what so is the facts, the truth, the matter that you can't bend it, you can't manipulate it. It, it is what so. Okay, well, like, give an example. <laughs> what so is like, like for me, the way that I'm dealing with, you know, with myself, with my son. What so is that my son was unhappy with me and he's been unhappy with me for a long period of time. That's what so. Without creating any other any other stories around it. The fact is the fact. You cannot change the facts. Like George Floyd, he died. Can't change that. If he died, he died. And every other thing that we, we, we all the other conversation outside around it, around it is a story. The fact is, what so is, somebody put his, their knee on somebody's neck and he died. Done. That's what so. Is that clear? It's clear, it? yes. Every other, every other chat around it is a goddamn story. <laughs> so I, what I struggle with is how to do a what so around myself. So to you have to tell me what it is that you look at. What do you mean? What area are you looking at? This isn't a Morgan share time. <laughs> uh, let me tell you why you're wrong. Oh! <laughs> welcome. Yeah. So, what happened? What what had happened was, I, I don't. I, it's hard. Are you asking like what is it in my past that I've noticed has shaped my Say, tell me what you're dealing with. <laughs> what am I dealing with? Hmm. 
Sia, my armpits are sweating so bad right now. <laughs> Every part of me, like, just cold sweating. <sighs> I'm just um, dealing with some stuff. Kid, I'm Woody. Amanda. Ryan. <laughs> Get him under control. <laughs> <laughs> Let me think of something I'd be willing to share. I, I, I would, so I would, let me, let me just kind of, okay. This is only one time that you may be able to deal with this. If you're unwilling to have that stuff that's back here, be up here in front of you so you can really deal with it. You know, just be walking around with that stuff constantly in your head. And that may be the reason why you can't have a conversation with your husband or your Wake up being mad. This, this is it. I love you, but I do not like you right now. <laughs> I you know, hate you with love. Right? I hate That's you so much, love. but I love but you. with so much love. Yeah, I, like take a look. If we had this conversation, what kind of place would you be if you got to say what's in your on your mind? I don't know, Sia. So yeah, that's what I I haven't ever said anything out loud. But um, I don't know where I'd be. Good. We get to explore. Would you like to explore with me? Would I like to? Yeah. Of course. On camera? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you, you, you have a choice. You get I, I feel really on the spot. What? I feel on the spot. Got it. So what are you requesting? A... Some hard alcohol. Teremana! 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 Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to keep going until you have a request of me to do something else. Because I think it is the most important part of, of this. It's not about anything else but for this. And it could be if you want it to be. <clears throat> mm-hmm. <laughs> Anybody that listens to the show is like, this is the least amount that Morgan's spoken. <laughs> right? She's, she's finally shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Not ignoring this one. This could be the most important part of this conversation. <sighs> Unless you have some other requests, I'm going to stick with this. I have a request that we don't stick with this. Done. Done. Okay. <laughs> that's, for an, that's for another episode. That's another episode. If we start that conversation now, we'll be here another two hours. I love it. Like, I, I hope you guys get that. Like, this is what I live. This is what I love to do. It's constantly have conversation with people and like disappear the shit of life. Yeah. Because I, I, like I said earlier, it's, that could be the thing for me. That, that no, you're... I don't have any doubt in my mind that that's the thing for me. <laughs> Like, I know that when I am ready to talk about it, that'll be the thing that will probably cure. I mean, I don't know that it'll cure everything, but there's so many things about the way I live my life that I think it would heal or start to heal. But um, that's a big ask to reveal it all for the first time. On camera. On camera, uh, on the record. You know, you know, you know the crazy part. That is the, for me, that is why I do what I do, and that is why I talk to people. 
and I have my discovery and I talk about what's going on in my mind, that's what frees me. Yeah. And people get to see that I'm, I'm a human being. There's no difference in what I'm going through and what you're going through. The mind is the mind, and the mind does what it does to keep you safe. To keep you safe. And if you unwillingly deal with that, and it becomes your, like your imprisonment. Mm-hmm. You walk around with your hands tied behind your back. It's, Which is dangerous. And how, how is it working for you? Like walking around with whatever it is that you're dealing with and not being safe, and not having a say in it. How How's is it that? working? Yeah. I mean, objectively, it's going pretty well because I have a really good life and a really good husband and a really good son. Um, but there are certain ways where it is definitely holding me back and causing probably some anxiety and fights that yeah. are misplaced. Yeah. So the rest of your life, what you're dealing with right now is you're doing it every part of your life. Mm-hmm. Got it. Congratulations. And think about how many people are walking around probably with doing the same exactly. sorts of things that you have or and are not sharing. So think about how many people could be empowered by. Well, I mean, we do only have like 30 listeners. That's a lot. If it's one person out of that, that's life-changing for somebody. Mm-hmm. I say that, but he's also not asking me to share. I know. It. I'm like, it's really easy for me to say that. I'm the one on this. I'm the one that's literally peeing myself a little bit right now. <laughs> I got to change my pants because I tinkled. <laughs> Here's the crazy part. Like you guys, I, like I told you guys before that you guys are very similar in your ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you're loud in life, but you're unwilling to share anything about yourself. Yeah. What's going on in your mind. And I just have it that you guys are beautiful in the way that you are, in the way that you show up but I haven't seen true beauty. I think that honestly, there's a lot of, um, for me, I know that in times when I have let people in, there's been a lot of like betrayal and judgment. So to me, it's, it's one thing to be funny and to be like, you know, having a good time, but to actually like tell people your true feelings, like that is something that I have learned is, is vulnerable and it can, people will judge you and then they, yeah. Hurt you. Yeah, but does it matter? People well, because sometimes, sometimes people that are like, I mean, I'm pretty sensitive. <laughs> I get that. I won't cry in, in front of you, but I'll cry for days about it at home. <laughs> I, get that. I, I, I truly get that. I, I've, watched, I've watched lots of people walking the way that you guys are. Mm-hmm. And the moment that they get to open up and be vulnerable, it's the most empowering thing that there is. Yeah. It really is because I've seen glimpses of it with certain people in my life and definitely like I feel like with you guys. And I see those glimpses of being vulnerable and opening up and it actually is so much better. And like it just, I think that's why part of me is like, I want to go back to San Diego because I felt more free and I felt more like, I, you know what I mean? Just because nobody there is judgmental. Like I probably could have told you guys all everything that I've done and every bad thing that's happened in my life and I would have had no judgment. And that is why it's appealing to me. Got it. So, so you, you, you have already created a way of being for yourself. Like you created this world of people are not, like where you come from that people are not like the people in San Diego. But they're not. Got it. So, 
it's, it's your own it's, it's in your own creation you're the one that gets to create the world that you're in in the way that you have it back home in idaho but i just want to create the world there <laughs> i got it i get what you're saying i just yeah. am unwilling to acknowledge it and change <laughs> i got that I got that's that. all i'm saying all right, <laughs> right see ya we have to, at, at, at the end of every show, we have to have one thing that we all agree on. That we all agree on? Well, you're wrong. We don't, have to have, we don't have to agree with shit. Oh, dear Lord. I definitely don't agree on the hot water thing. I definitely don't agree on the hot water thing. Although I do love the image yeah, of Tia showering with his mouth open, just gobbling <laughs> up the water. That's, that's a good one. Um, I think that we agreed a lot. What? What are you guys going to agree with? Um, How did we get to agree that you guys definitely need to be more, more vulnerable in life? Agree. Have, have your total peace of mind and freedom and a sense of aliveness. That you get to be that and be free about what you're talking about. It's so easy to look at other people. Like I look at Morgan and I see, and I know you have, you have text texted, written some of these things that you haven't ever said verbally. You have told me and I look at you and I see such a powerful, beautiful, and all, all these other amazing, wonderful things when I see you and like, what I want for you is that freedom. And so I just, I agree. Like there's so much beauty in being vulnerable and so much freedom, but it's so hard to do. And I get it. It's so hard to do. And I, I haven't even said the words like to Brian. So I certainly need to do that first, probably. Yeah. yeah. Maybe before it's on camera. So I want to create a space for you. Okay. Well, actually you get to create a space for you. Do I get a bed? <laughs> like am I getting a room a place to stay <laughs> you, you are going to have a place to stay when you come in I know that's no big deal but so what I mean by that is that what would you like to create for yourself so when you do sit down with Brian that you get to be free with him in a space of no judgment what would you have to be what would you have to well, give here's up the, I'd have to give up my own opinions and my own beliefs because I, this is like, I live in this world of like, I think I'm going to get judged, but then at the same time, I know there's nothing I could tell Brian that he would judge me on. Yeah. I still can't get myself to tell him stuff. You know what I mean? Got it. So I have to give up. It's definitely a me thing. Like I have to release my fears about whatever the fuck I'm scared of. I don't know. That's a cop out right there. Oh, always, always know, like always know that your, your, your mind is constantly what's the word i'm looking for it's constantly making amazing all in life <laughs> making it's me smarter the world of living small in life because oh, your brain awesome. can do that it's robbing you of so much aliveness in life that it keeps you small mm-hmm. it's like um it's, it's constantly manipulating it you to be to, to stay this small. you only have power and you only have say when it, that, that self-conversation takes place to keep you small, you only have a say in your life when you say it out loud. 
And that's the only time you're ever going to have power when you say what you Yeah. You get that? That freedom is saying it here and being present with who you are. Like, I, like I told Amanda, I have it that I may never get the, the wife that I, that, I, that I want. Like being married for 27 years, I may never get the woman that I'm looking for in my wife. Because I have my complaints in, about her in my life and it fills up this room. And I may never get everything in life. So you have to give up your complaints? No, I just be with my complaints. If I don't like some things, I get to give it up. So that there's somebody else that exists and I'm not existing in my own head. Mm. Get that? I get to give up, I get to give up my thoughts so that somebody else exists in my life. Yeah. And I just hear that that's all you're doing. It's like you're constantly staying in your mind and, and just making it yours and it becomes a prison. But you know what is in my prison? What? Safety. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, Netflix. <laughs> and it's very Bong cozy. <laughs> and Easy Mac? An Easy Mac! Who's that? Easy Mac? They're not oh sponsored. Have oh. you never had Easy Mac? Amanda, get him Easy Mac. What is okay. that? You have to get Done. him the kind in the cup and make it for him. Oh, what? my God. And please film it. And I'll make it. Oh, my God. It's my favorite. Oh, dear Lord, please make it for him and film it. I will. I got you. <sighs> I can't believe I just met someone who's never had Easy Mac. Sorry. It's my favorite food. Got that. Favorite food. And I have no idea what that's. Describe it. Like, give me a it's taste. It's macaroni and cheese. <laughs> but it's easy. <laughs> and delicious. You know, it's easy. like we all were when we were younger. Yeah, don't feed me that shit. That's, you know, when that, that shit that you eat when you're a kid, it's horrible. Hey. But you have it, that's such a great memory. Like, I, for five years, I ate rice for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It was the horrible thing, but it was the greatest memory. I used to eat hot dogs for breakfast. Breakfast like was rice. <laughs> I, did I tell you the story, Amanda? Yep. <laughs> my friend came over and I was like, I can't wait. I can't wait to, you know, my grandma wakes up and we have breakfast. He goes, what's for breakfast? I rice, butter, and sugar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you put sugar on it? Hell yeah. Oh, so, I used to do I'm rice, sure. butter, and soy sauce. Oh, God. Like, you, you did exist. <laughs> That's disgusting. Listen, I'll, I'll try rice, butter, and sugar, and you try Easy Mac. Uh, yes. that. Is that a deal? A deal. Okay. But the whole concept in, 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 uh, in, our, in our conversation was like for five years. And lunch, lunch came around, and he, my, he said, My house. I'm like, I can't wait to have our, our lunch. And he goes, What's for lunch? He goes, Oh, my, my grandma's making her favorite. And my favorite, it was rice, butter, and sugar. <laughs> And then uh, dinner came around and was like, I can't wait. I can't, I can't wait until you try my grandma, my grandma's favorite, uh, favorite, favorite cookie. What is that? Like, rice. And it wasn't. And this is the story we're talking about. It wasn't I discovered how poor I was until I went over to his house for Thanksgiving. I went to his house for Thanksgiving and we're playing outside and his mom and dad were creating a meal at the house. <clears throat> and... <laughs> We get calling, um, guys, come come inside. Like dinner is ready. Yeah. And I walk in, and they have this 
beautiful round table of flowers, the abundance of food. We're talking about mac salad. Everything was around. It was so beautiful. They had this big turkey, and it was, it was like, it was like in in the movies, mm-hmm. right? And I stood there and I cried. Aww. Right? And I cried because I, my family are not sure to eat me. So my mom has always taught me, like, it, I, I picked it up from her, that she wouldn't, that when she goes to, to eat somewhere that she can't eat, that she has to bring the food, the food home to us so that we can all, all 11 of his, her, their kids can share a, a bite of everything. Mm-hmm. And so I stood there crying. And they were asking, why are you crying? <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, I can't eat this. And they're like, why not? The food, we made this food for you and for, and for all of us. And I said, my, my, my family are at home and they're, they're starving. Aww. And, um, and they said, don't worry. Like, we're going to pack everything to take, take home with you afterwards. We have no use for this food here. <laughs> and I sat down and like, I ate so much. I think I must have ate for five of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Out of the city, right? And afterward, they took all the leftovers to my house. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. But that's when I realized how poor I was. Well, good for your family for just like never even letting you, you had so much, I don't know, like I think that's awesome that you didn't know you were poor. Yeah, I, it, it was. I didn't realize until there. <clears throat> and then when I started going to friends' house and I was like, looking at all these beautiful homes God. Yeah, it's 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 been an amazing life to um to live a life of having nothing, mm-hmm. and then trying to create everything. So, back to you now. That just hijacked that thing, right? It was a beautiful story, though, so I'm fine with it. Okay. Um, I am gonna literally pee my pants, so I think we have to bring this conversation to an end. I'm with you. As um, he would say, just pee. It's fine. Just go. Yeah. Just pee in your pants. Amanda's peed in her pants. <laughs> She's working out. Yeah. <laughs> it's called mommy bladder, okay? I got that. I got that. And we have a few other girls that do their, their stuff and they just pee on themselves. It just happens sometimes. It does just happen sometimes. Like power jumps, like jumping motion. I have a friend whose bladder like literally fell out and she had, had to like have it put back in. Holy uh, shit. Yeah, bladder prolapse. Yeah, that's what happened. That can happen with your uterus, too. It can just fall out. I'm so glad that I have what I have. (laughs) Which is, as we learned before, it'll. You know, I wake it up once in a while. (laughs) Just kidding. You can't, you can't, you know, when 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 the lion is sleeping, you get the lion sleeping, and you wake it up, you go, roar. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you should sing the song. I remember uh, one time you used to be small too. Me? As <laughs> it's, it's, it's time and age got you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, 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 no, no, no. Hey, thank you guys for coming on my podcast and filling in for my brother who's a slacker. Thanks for slack having ass. us. Black, I'm going to slack his ass. um let's do this again maybe when i'm ready to have a conversation you can come back on and pull it out of me see ya yeah and also get that you'll never be ready 
Okay, I don't need I don't need your like wisdom right now. <laughs> I need you challenging my perspective right now. <laughs> There's no wisdom there. We're just having a conversation. I know. <laughs> never be ready. I know. Take turns for you to just just say let's do it. It's not until you you, you get the, get your calendar out and write a date where you're going to do this again. So that way. Now you're asking me for a commitment, and I don't know if I'm ready for that. I was trying to just sneak out of here, you know, do like an Irish goodbye and not have to acknowledge this topic again. We can agree to disagree. Yeah, we do. We're going to agree to disagree. Well, let me tell you about your own. Why am I? I know. I'm wrong.